0: In this episode, I'm going to teach you two controversial things about depression that will absolutely blow your mind, and I'm going to show you how you can beat depression using techniques that you will not have seen anywhere else. Welcome to the show. I'm Paul Cope, and as always, I'll be talking to you about ways we can solve the problems in our lives from their root rather than dicking around with the symptoms as most of the rest of the personal development and self-help worlds would have us doing. So let's launch straight into, into it. The first controversial thing I want to tell you about depression that you may not have heard anywhere else is that there's nothing wrong with depression. Does that surprise you when I say that? When I first learned this, I was chronically depressed. I wanted to end my own life, started working with therapists and a coach. In new york that completely changed my life and since then have been down all kinds of rabbit holes learning things from all around the world and one of the biggest things i learned about depression in particular is that there's nothing wrong with it it is just a feeling and the thing about feelings is as as a standalone thing they can't hurt us the problem is what we've been taught to think and feel about our emotions Does that surprise you? As I say that, if you think about how we talk about depression generally, it's like it's this big dark cloud that we need to get rid of, and that's part of the problem. So if we go back to where does this come from, if we go all the way back to our childhoods, we are all taught from the moment we enter this planet that certain of our emotions are not acceptable. So think about this, if you've got kids, you are you are likely to have done this to them. So this is not a blame game, These, this is programming that's been passed through the generations and we will be passing on until we learn all of this stuff and how to undo it in our own lives and then how to pass on better programming to the people below us in the generations below. Because from when the, we first enter this planet, the first thing we're to- told are things like don't cry, don't be afraid we're told not to be angry. We have certain emotions that are just perfectly natural human emotions that we're taught are bad and we therefore try to suppress them. Now, I could talk to you for hours on this topic alone. You can see other episodes on this podcast, on this YouTube channel that talk about this in more detail. For the purpose of this video, it's enough to know that When we're taught that certain of our emotions are not good enough, that leads to us feeling like part of us are not good enough. Because the problem is when someone says to us, don't be afraid, or don't cry, or don't be angry, the feeling is still there. So the message we get subconsciously is that it's not okay to feel the way we feel. So we start to suppress and repress our emotions from when we're very little. That leads to feelings of low self-esteem, low self-worth, ultimately a feeling that we're not good enough it leads to shame, which is another problem with the personal development and self-help worlds and the way they generally deal with depression. And it's something I do not like at all, I have got a, I have a, a bit of a chip on my shoulder about it, is that in my view, if you've never experienced depression or you're not an expert in the field, and even some experts who I hear about talk about this, talk about it in a very traditional way, which I think makes, makes it worse. But if you've never experienced depression and you've never overcome it in healthy ways, for me, you should keep your nose out of these conversations because the problem is if you feel depressed, if you feel suicidal, as I did in my life, as I guess you may have done if you're watching this on YouTube or listen to on the podcast, if you feel depressed and then you share that with somebody else and their reaction is that you shouldn't feel that way, and this can be done with very well-intentioned people, this is the problem, because it's a subconscious thing. If you tell someone you feel depressed or you do feel depressed and you don't tell anyone, if the message you've got inside and the thoughts you've got are that you shouldn't feel depressed, you keep yourself trapped in this loop of shame because you're going back to childhood, you're going back to feeling like a part of you isn't good enough. Fundamentally, you are not good enough because you have this feeling of depression. So the first thing to know is there is absolutely nothing wrong with depression. That's the first controversial thing If you keep watching the video or listening to the episode, we will go to how you can overcome that later on. The second controversial thing to tell you, which may blow your mind even more than the first, is that we get benefits from being depressed. Does that surprise you? Are you shocked? Are you listening to this? Are you watching this thinking, fuck off, Paul. That's bullshit. I do not get any benefits from being depressed. I hate it if that's your reaction, I get it. I reacted the same way when I heard it. And now when I teach people this and coach people all around the world, they react. They always react in the same way until we start talking about it. So the problem we've got until we start learning about how our systems operate properly is that we think up in our heads and we think everything operates from up here. The problem with that is we will think intellectually, I don't like being depressed. I don't like the feeling. But the way our systems operate are not mainly intellectually. They're subconsciously, we operate on emotions. I like to talk about our systems being like a big ship and we've got a team of people inside our head that runs things. Now, since the moment we were born, that team has had two priorities. One is to keep us alive. Main priority, stay alive. And the second one is something no one ever teaches us about, which is about our emotions and about our needs. That team exists to meet our emotional and human needs us and until you learn about this stuff and learn about the root causes of all of these things we've got no chance of overcoming depression in a healthy way so let me quickly run you through what the human emotional needs are again i could talk about this stuff for hours but i want to give you a quick run through there are four core human and emotional needs there's all kinds of needs we have but these four core ones for the purposes of this work really cover everything the first need is a need for certainty or control This is one of the biggest ones as i observe people all around around the world as i coach them and i think about this this is the biggest one the biggest one that all humans have is a need for certainty and control now by being depressed whilst this is completely counterintuitive it meets our need for certainty why because we are certain in our misery when you are depressed do you have any doubts about how you feel about what the world is like about how awful everything is no if, if you're anything like me the answer to that is no you have no doubt you are absolutely sure of the way the world is so that meets your need for certainty it does it in an unhealthy way but it still meets the need which is all your system cares about the second need is a need for uncertainty or variety which is the opposite we all have a need for variety in our lives the thing about being depressed is as you bounce through your life it may cause you to do things that spice up your life in some ways maybe you'll leave a job, maybe you'll leave a relationship, maybe you'll do things on a day-to-day basis that are destructive, and that adds an element of uncertainty and variety to your life, again, in an unhealthy way, but your system doesn't care about that, your system just wants to meet the need. The last two are the need for significance or feeling special, your ego, and the need for love and connection. Depression massively meets these, these needs for us, because When we feel depressed, we often feel like we're the most depressed person on the planet. Like our problems are worse than anybody else's. The other people might have overcome depression, but that's not us. Our problems are worse. That makes us feel significant. It makes us feel special. And then on the love and connection side, it will often help us to get love and connection from other people. We will get sympathy from people if we feel depressed. Think about it when people share this stuff online. You share online that you're depressed, you will be overwhelmed with the responses of people giving you love and connection, again, you'll feel significant. So when we've got four core needs, I always say when the the system in your mind, there's a whole different conversation on this about multiple personalities that we create to meet these needs. But when it comes up with a character like a depressed character that meets every one of your needs, the team in your your head is high-fiving. That's the best they can do. And again, this is not about your happiness. This is not about meeting them healthily. The team in your head only cares about keeping you alive and meeting your needs it does not care about your happiness that is a conscious thing that we have in our minds the team doesn't care your system doesn't care as long as it's meeting the needs that's all that matters and depression nails every one of our needs for us so while intellectually we think it's a bad thing our subconscious thinks it's a great thing so the big question then is how do we overcome this problem from its root rather than dicking around as I say with the symptoms which is what most of the personal development and self-help world will have us do coming up with life hacks and tools and tricks and all kinds of things that just deal with the symptoms they might work temporarily they might work in the short term but they will not work in the long term you will you may have found yourself coming back around to feeling depressed all the time and this is why so what I did in my life with working with therapists and coaches, I spent tens of thousands of pounds consuming all of this stuff from all around the world. And I ended up, what I've realized, is pulling together the best things from loads of different types of therapies and coaching techniques and putting them together in one thing. And now I coach people around the world to do to help them overcome these things. What I realized was I've created a whole new form of therapy and coaching, which I call EPR, Transformational Therapy and Coaching. The EPR stands for Emotional, Psychological, and Real and the reason I've I've thought of it like this is people would come to me often and they say, look, and this might resonate with you. I've done some of this work before. I've worked with a therapist. I've done this emotional stuff. I know about some of this stuff. But then I don't know what to do in real life. Like, and I'll say to a therapist, what do I do in real life? And they'll say, just keep thinking about your emotions. And I'm like, well, I don't know. What, I don't know what the fuck to do. So I've got nothing practical to do. And then I'll meet other people who say, They've got life hacks and tools and tricks from a coach or something like that or from a YouTube video or from a book but they don't fundamentally understand the emotional stuff behind it. So what I've done is pull together all of these different techniques that mean we cover all of it. We cover the emotional, the psychological and the real life aspects. So the first thing to do and this covers all of the different aspects, the emotional, the psychological and the real. The first thing to do is to learn to accept our emotions for what they are, all of them. When you stop and think about it, no one. I remember when I first thought about this when I was writing my book, How to Solve Any Problem in Life, I was thinking, what is an emotion? We never even talk about that. What is an emotion? And I was looking into it, and what I realized was, at a a fundamental level, an emotion is just a chemical reaction inside your body. That's it. And there's a neuroscientist, top neuroscientist, who says that the emotion, the chemical reaction, actually only lasts 90 seconds if we do nothing with it. Think about that. We can take something that should just pass naturally in 90 seconds, and we turn it into an emotion, of feeling that lasts for years, often decades, and haunts our entire life. That's what depression is for many of us. So what we want to do is we want to start accepting all of our emotions for what they are not just not just the feeling of depression but all of them anger fear anxiety self-pity jealousy all of these things we've been taught are bad it's to start to accept them and to process them for what they are so a great practical thing i was taught by an amazing coach in new york when i was feeling depressed and he said to me paul The depression only has so much energy. The problem is we're trying to push it away all the time and whatever we push away stays around. The psychoanalyst Carl Jung had a great quote. He said, whatever we resist persists. So this is a really counterintuitive side which no one ever talks about. But whatever the emotion is you're feeling, in particular depression, if you are feeling depressed, is to go into the emotion, not to run away from it. So as we try and push it away, it will stay with us i remember having this conversation with my coach and he said to me paul if you feel depressed your job is to feel as depressed as you possibly can and by that i mean if you don't want to get out of bed don't get out of bed draw the curtains pull the covers over your head turn your phone off don't go into work phone in sick and be as depressed as you possibly can feel sorry for yourself hate the world go into it feel it for all it's worth And once you've felt it all, it will pass naturally. And I remember the first time I did this, I thought, that is crazy. It's so counter to everything else we've been taught before. And the first time I did it, I remember thinking, well, that's it. I'm going to close everything off, close my curtains, shut myself off to the world. I'm staying in bed in the dark. And I did that for a few hours. And after a few hours of truly thinking, no, do you know what? I'm depressed. I'm going into it. I'm going to feel depressed. I'm going to think about all the reasons why I'm depressed. And I'm going to go into all the reasons I've got to feel sorry for myself. After about three or four hours, I was sitting there. I was lying in bed. A little voice in my head just said, should we get up and have a shower? I remember thinking, yeah. And it was because it had just passed. The emotion had passed by itself. And that is the key to this part of the world this part of the work, if we just allow the emotion to be what it is, it will pass. Now, look, this is a this is part of the work that is simple and not easy. I use that phrase a lot. Many things in life are simple but not easy. The, the principle is simple. But when we've been taught to be a certain way for decades, by the time you're watching or listening to this, you're likely to have been doing what you've been doing for decades. So it takes time to learn this stuff and to undo it fully. What we're effectively doing is undoing decades of programming and replacing it with healthier programming. So... While the principle is simple and it works, it can take time to practice it. So when we start doing this, we shouldn't expect it to work overnight. It does for some people. Some people just grasp this and get it straight away. Others, like me, take a while for this to really sink into our systems and to learn a new way of being. Think of it like anything, learning to play the guitar, learning to drive. It takes time to learn. It's It's a new skill that we're trying to learn. Once we get it, it's absolutely gold dust. So that's the first one. It's to learn how to accept our emotions for what they are, to accept that depression is not a bad thing. We can just feel it and then move on with our lives. And the second thing is to find healthy and conscious ways to meet those needs we were talking about. As I say, when I've coached people all around the world, I get the privilege of looking behind the scenes into the darkest parts of people's lives. And I get to observe patterns in people. And something I've realized in recent months is, And this is on a global scale now. The vast majority of people in the Western world, especially, we do not have enough healthy things in our life that make us feel significant. We don't have healthy ways of connecting with other people. So we use dark and destructive ways to connect with them. Think about most of what you see online, most of what you see on TV, most of the things you talk about with other people. Most of them are negative. Most of them are dark. Most of them are destructive and unhealthy. So what we need to do is find healthy ways to meet the same needs. You might be meeting your need for certainty through being depressed when actually one of the root problems is you've got financial problems. You you feel uncertain financially. You feel uncertain in a relationship. You feel uncertain in your job. Now, this sounds crazy because it feels like they're not connected. But if you meet your need for certainty in a healthy way through your finances, for example, you no longer need to meet that need for certainty with depression so the system your your subconscious system can let go of that part that's trying to meet your need for certainty through an unhealthy and subconscious method does that make sense and then think about the other things significance for example i see this so often significance we need to find things in our life that help us to feel significant in a healthy and conscious way that can be anything. Recently, I tried stand-up comedy because I like to stand in front of a crowd and make them laugh and talk. That helps me to feel significant. I did a, a three-day event talking about this stuff to people. It helped me to feel significant in a healthy way. Guess what? By meeting that need in a healthy and conscious way, I don't need the depressed character to do that for me. There's, lo- As I say, there's loads in this and we can talk about it for hours. This is a very quick run-through. If you would like more free training that takes you through more detail of all of this stuff, that takes you through what EPR, Transformational Therapy and Coaching is, and how it works, and how you can use it to get really into the detail of how you can beat these things, there's a link underneath this episode, either on YouTube or on the podcast. Click that link. You can go to the training. It's absolutely free. And because I like to be upfront about everything, all you have to give in return for the training is your name and email address. I'll give you a little trick that if you don't know this trick, this is what I use for things like this, is I have a separate email address that I don't use. I don't like Gmail, so I have a Gmail account that I use whenever I someone wants my email address to access something free, I use that email because then if I never want to look at it, if I watch the free training, whatever it is that I've got to put my email address in for, it just goes to an email address I don't use. If I watch whatever it is that's free and I like it and I value it, then I can move and I can change the email address to one of the ones I use all the time. That's a really good trick that I like to use. Also with my stuff, all that giving your email address will do is add you to my mailing list and you can unsubscribe from that mailing list at any time. It's just so that I can send you more free stuff like these videos, these podcast episodes. I'm just trying to get this stuff out to as many people as I possibly can. As I say, there are no strings. You can unsubscribe at any time. So just to give you a heads up before you go to that link. If you are not, if you don't like giving your email address out, don't click on the link because you do need to give your email address in return for the free training. That's it. I hope it's been helpful. I hope there's been some things in there that you didn't know before. If you have any questions or if you've got any comments, put them in the comments on YouTube if you're watching on YouTube or send any questions you've got to questions at paul7cope.com and I will come back to you. I, I'll create more content like this. Let me know if there's anything that you want me to talk about that's not already been covered, that's not in this video, that's not in any of the other episodes. Feel free to check out the other episodes on the channels. Take care. I'll see you soon.